Welcome to the family of the Tom Bernard Podcast with Michael Bilski, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Rob Tovesh, MD Hackmaster. Oh, we got all these professionals in studio. Professionals, semi-professionals. Well, at least Dr. Basham is. At least Dr. Basham is. I'm a medical man, trained and licensed. Trained and licensed, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. At... Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. So what's the latest? Anything in the news in the last couple of hours? No. Mm, I have not paid How any would attention. I know? <laughs> you don't look at the news at all, do you? No. Why would you do that? <laughs> the, only, the only news in Minnesota this time of year is the state fair. That's, that's yeah. the only yeah, that's that's all anyone cares about. What are you state eating? Fair. What are you, what and are you weather eating? at the state fair. National news. That made national news. A little rain at the state fair. I went to the state fair last night for the first time in 30 years. Really? Yeah. Did you really? Four and a half hours. It was. Uh, you did good. I, I was impressed. I thought the the fairgrounds itself was nice and yeah. updated Clean. and the midway. Uh, I thought the carnies were great and you know clean. Yeah. Are, and, are, are uh, they? Uh, but but they they're still missing fingers. You know, a couple of them are missing uh, a couple uh, fingers. I, well, there's a few fingers and not full sets of teeth, but uh, you know, <laughs> what? but they're very pleasant. Uh, <laughs> Well, the, the one thing that I'm surprised at, though, is the they don't have a tattoo booth anymore. You just see them everywhere. 
So, you know, that drove the booth away. Yeah. You know, they're they're free for the viewing everywhere. That's right. So. Yeah, we got, uh, I just remember my kids when we were, we were there, the, you know, the, the carny guy would put them on, <laughs> he'd put them on this little ride. His fingers were, <laughs> were caked with grease, ketchup, and, you know, nicotine, you know. And he'd, get, he'd pick these kids up and put them on the ride, make sure they're in there good, and he'd go over to the ride light up a smoke and then pull push that lever smoke the cigarette when the cigarette's done <laughs> rides over kids <laughs> rides over. well it's better than having a shot of booze and then the ride's over so, <laughs> i guess yeah. so i guess so. did you hit the bar over at the fair uh no we just uh tim ivory went with and his uh sister's a bartender so we all right we had a beer there and watched some of the people before we left so yeah. uh, did they still it, have the beer garden oh yeah Oh, sure. Yeah, very nice and I remember uh, I upgraded music. And it, that's I had right. one it, of the worst dates of my life at State Fair. What did Tom do? It wasn't him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I said I had one of the worst dates of my life at the State Fair. What damn you? Okay, Bill's <laughs> Well, let's hear it. What did he take uh, out? No, I just, I don't, I don't even remember his name. It was a one-and-done date. We went to the State Fair. He acted very strange. Went to the beer garden, garden and kept spitting on the ground. Why? Because he was gross. Yeah, he's chewing. Apparently, no. Well, maybe. I didn't think that he was. Was he chewing? Gross. He was oh, just gross. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's a big I, old, I mean, he worse. never acted like that when I met him before in a couple of places. And we went there, and he just turned into, like, this yicky, gross mm. guy. The creepy deal? He was gross. Alex had a crush on one of my roommates until she saw him spit tobacco into a clear bottle. Oh, that yeah, is that's, gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm pretty sorry. gross. I'm sorry for all the chewers out there. But that was, was like gross 15 too. years Watch. ago. Mike, what brand do you chew? Mail pouch? Do you do mail pouch? Or what, what do you do? The bubble chew. <laughs> Big league chew? Big league chew, yeah. yeah. No. Well, you, you put the tobacco in with it. That's no. what you do. That's what you do. You mix it with tobacco. Gum, tobacco to do yum. Yeah. Why yeah. do so many um, baseball players chew that stuff? Because they, they used to. They used to. You can chew it while you're playing. You can't smoke while you're playing. Yeah, you can chew it. You get oh, nicotine. Yeah, really you to sunflower Never have to stop. Really Which is gross. You spit just, those on the ground, and you oh, that, that's nasty. Just get a patch. Negative. You would think, but yeah. something about the, I don't know, chewing. I don't know if it's the flavor something or nerves what. nerves or something. I don't know. Gross. <laughs> Who knows? Have you ever seen furry tongue? Huh? No. Seen what? Furry tongue. That's what people get from chewing tobacco. Ish. Their furry? Tongue develops like a weird, <laughs> fuzzy-looking, almost like... That's um, candidiasis. It's oh, um, candida overload. Yeah, it's a candida yep. thing. Oh, that yeah. is yep. really gross. It's, mm-hmm. it's like thrush. It oh. is thrush. It permanent? is thrush. Yeah, just permanent <laughs> from chewing. I'm oh, not what are you chewing on? It's not permanent. But. I have my. <laughs> yeah, what are you chewing on, Dad? Mentos. Mentos gum. You got to chew that whole stack. You get a big old ball in the corner. You got that big. Yeah. You got, there you go. Yeah, you, you have a book. lot of Mentos gum he's, over he's there. He's got to get ready for his debut. Mm. His no, pitching debut tonight. Debut. Have my you pitching debut. No, how is your practice? Okay, it's 60 feet. I want you to know that that's not impressive. I have not practiced. <laughs> like, that makes you look not. Too cool for school? Yeah, too cool. I can throw a ball 60 feet. When's I the mean, last time, the last you, threw time you threw a ball? Uh, 1987. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, My I God, t- I probably wouldn't be able to throw a ball. Ba- I haven't Maybe thrown a baseball in 20 first. years. Go to the fair first and do one of the Kearney games. Not do the dunk tank or whatever? I told my in-laws that you were... 
throwing out the first pitch of the game tonight, and they were like, just make sure that he's a George W. Bush and not a Barack Obama. Because George W. What? Bush threw the pitch out in the World Series and did, like, a great job. It was just, like, he went out there, it was quick, he went well, he's a good old through boy. right at the Makes pitcher. Sense. And then Barack Obama, who can dunk, like, he's an athletic person, <clears throat> threw it, like, way high left. The pitcher had to, like, run and grab it. You know why it. that happens? Because like, people, you're supposed to release the ball here, and people think you have to throw it straight out. When you throw it, try to throw it straight out, it'll hook right into the ground or it'll hook wherever your hand is aimed, that's where the ball is going. I can't wait to see this. I can't you wait you to release see it up here. <laughs> I can't wait okay. to see You don't release it down here. All right. Oh, man. But, Alex, are you sure, by the way, Barack Obama could dunk? I'm not that's, sure yeah. about that one either. I, I There's think, a video of him dunking. Yeah, I think the basketball hoop was only eight feet eight. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That was a joke. Yeah, the cameras cropped it's out the camera. That's right. It's not like tall, the Carney games at the fair where they're 12 feet high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barack Obama true? is 6'2", so he's 5'11". Oh, I didn't realize he was that tall. <laughs> so he's actually 5'11". So he's my height. That's exactly right. We were just talking about this morning. Who was it we were talking about? Um... I think it was Jackie Gleason, how tall, how much taller he was than everybody else. And as it turns out, he was a lot taller than everybody else, but he was 5'10". Oh, yeah. But back then, everybody else was 5'6". <laughs> this is true. Yeah. yeah Everyone were, is so tall today. Yeah, it's people weird. People have become a lot taller. It's all the HGH. We were talking about it on the morning show this morning. Catherine and I watched the movie Gleason. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, I saw it. On, I, I was thinking about Phenomenal. watching that. Was it really good? Phenomenal. It was good. Um, I thought it was terrific. Why can't I ever remember that actor's name? Like ever, oh, I watched Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. I oh, watched yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond. I should he know who is he is. Incredible! In he's so good. Does he play Jackie Gleason? Mm-hmm. Oh. And nails it. Well, I mean, he looks exactly well, like. Especially him. when they cut to the television where it's in black and white, you're like, "Is that Jackie? Did they sneak Jackie Gleason in there?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they do CG on CG, CG. Jackie? Little yeah. CG on Jackie Gleason. Yeah, it really did look like him, especially in the black and white. <clears throat> the only problem we had with it is he was he was not very nice to people. He's a horrible no. man. He was a horrible human. Most being. actors weren't. I mean, well, I loved Jackie Gleason when I was a kid. Well, God, half of the actors back then they grew up with you know abusive parents and they well, were alcoholics. That's what the movie's about. His yeah. So was exactly. he a child actor? Jackie Gleason, was he a child actor? No. no the, the movie opens with he and his father at a play in New York. Not a play. They're seeing a comedian on stage in New York. And little boy, he's about eight then, wouldn't you think, Jackie? Something like that, yeah. So at eight years old. And he keeps looking at his father and smiling because he's shocked that his father's happy. Because his father was never, he was a raging alcoholic, his dad was. And he was never happy. So you could just see the look in his eyes like, I know how to make my dad happy. I, I could make him laugh. And it drove him to become a comedian, mm-hmm. right? Of course, Catherine pointed out after the movie is over, gee, who is that just like Tom? <laughs> 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 who else did that? It's always good to have a voice of reason next to It really year. is. It does help. Does we help. talked about I'm that many times. The only time my father ever engaged with me is if I'd stand in front of the TV and tell jokes when I was seven years old. And it's exactly what happens in that movie is he wants to impress his father by making him laugh. But the sad part is, and that was another thing that I experienced, he comes home, Jackie does, um, and he's probably about 10 at this No, he's about 9 at this point. Comes home, says hello to his mom, and he's all happy. And he sits down and takes out the family photo album, opens it up. He goes, Where, where's Dad? She goes, I don't know. He's not home yet. Opens the photo album, and all the pictures of his father are gone. 
No, either she took him out mm. or he took him out, but he's out of the picture. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. It was a very well-written movie, really put together well. Got to watch um, it. I got to watch it. I saw it, I saw it on Netflix. And I just, yeah. The guy who it. plays Art Carney yeah, nails it. Yeah, he's really good. Huh. Nothing. <laughs> what was, what was Art Carney's wife's name in the show? Trixie. Trixie. Trixie, Trixie yeah, never Trixie. really was in it. They no, had, she was not in the movie. They did yeah. not have her That's acting, very, very or true. I mean, they, yeah, they they showed her at the end when they were all taking their bow at the final show, but they didn't have her as a character in the movie. Oh, which it, I it, thought was she odd. probably was. It just probably got cut. Why? Oh, I, I bet it was cut. Yeah, I mean, you get too many yeah. characters. You, you, might be right you think they give her a little something, something? I am thinking I should go home and check the photo album. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, it's gone. This is a long weekend. Yeah, every, <laughs> or worse, every yeah, time you go home, no and check photo the photo album. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, make sure it's Just still. Yeah, at least one picture. That's yeah. right. Oh, I do like that idea. I'm gonna put this government's gotten old. Make sure that make sure that your uh, key works. You know, yeah. that's the other. You yeah. make sure the key works. Yeah. Stand, just simple. My, simple. <laughs> my favorite of all time, and I will never forget it. As a little boy, I'm watching the honeymooners. <clears throat> I loved the honeymooners, right? Because they were poor people, just like us. Yeah. They had the you know dad with the you know pain in the ass and all the rest of it. Just but like my, us. My favorite, just, just like us. Catherine's family <laughs> with her husband. But this woman who's always on the... Oh, Chad Hartman's calling Okay, me. chewing gum, getting okay. phone calls. Okay, phone calls. Oh, I'll call a him back He probably thinks he started at 11. Oh, wow. he won't, no, he wanted me to... He wants me to come on, appear at the fair with him, but I can't. <laughs> Were you busy? Mm, he's very busy. I don't think KQ would care much for me appearing with Jad Hartman on the CCO at the fair. I don't think they'd care for that. Do they get an opinion at this point? Not really, yeah. but I'm a decent guy. So there you, know. you go. Yeah, there you go. That's right. So but we I interrupted love, you. I love Chad. Sure, Chad interrupted you. But my favorite thing that ever happened on that show, I'm a little boy and I'm watching it, and one of the women that rides on Ralph Cramden's bus every day dies. And he gets a call that he has to come to the reading of the will, and he goes, "Why? I don't. I didn't know her that well. I was her bus driver every day." And that's what he goes, "No, you're in the will. You're in the will, so you got to come." You remember this episode? No. Oh God, it's phenomenal. So he shows up, and they're reading the will. And at the very end, it says, "And to my favorite bus driver, Ralph Cramden, I leave my fortune." Oh, and he's yeah. like, I know this oh my God, I'm rich. Finally. He starts screaming, I'm rich, I'm rich. Turns out fortune is a parrot. He <laughs> <laughs> left him her parrot. And when he finds out he's not too happy about it, he thought he'd made it big. Oh, God. What was the one where he's the chef and he gets confused because he's on TV and he's scared to yeah, death? Yeah, I think they were doing a commercial, shooting a commercial oh, or God, something. Oh, God, it was funny. They, he's asked a question and he's so nervous. And he goes, Ed Norton. His answer to everything is Ed Norton. But, yeah, I would watch it because it really nails why people become comedians or, or want to tell jokes or try to be funny. It's always to gain the attention of someone who doesn't show them that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he also talked about that the, no matter what he had, no matter how big of a celebrity he was, he still felt lonely and empty inside yep. because he never had daddy's approval. Never did. Because dad didn't have the capacity to be a good dad. He did not. His dad yeah. did reach out to him, what, like 
10, 15 years later and just said, I don't want to come and see you and you don't want to come and see me. It's just not, not worth it. And he it, wrote a letter to him. About how proud he was of him, but I don't want to see you. I'm, I'm just not in that kind of... Yeah, and that he was ashamed of himself. He was ashamed of himself, yeah. Yeah. It was quite the movie. <laughs> it was a very emotional movie, yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. William Paley's in it because he was running CBS at the time. And Jackie used to get in arguments with the chairman of the board all the time. <laughs> it's like, I don't know you want to do that, Jackie. It's probably not that great idea. One thing before we move on that I always loved about him is he decided he'd do all the shows for the Honeymooners in New York in the summer and in Miami in the winter. <laughs> And he had his own, CBS gave him his own train to ride from New York down to Miami every year. I want my own train to go from They Minneapolis. gave his own train to go back and forth. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty they good. Two million dollars they gave him. Five for, million. Oh, for two seasons. For two back seasons. in 19, what was it? 54. 54. Five million dollars in 54. How much is that today, Andy? Five million dollars today's got to be a hundred million dollars. I know they go they go into the meeting where they want they want to talk contracts and they're like going to be all hardball and we're ready to walk any minute and they go five million dollars and they both go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be acceptable. That's Fifty-five million dollars today. Fifty-five million. Almost for exactly one thousand percent inflation. Well, now they oh no, celebrities make fifty-five million <laughs> an episode. Yes, so they I do. Guess it's not that <laughs> no, much money. Probably, probably true. Were there ratings in it? What was it? Was yeah, it the number one show at the time? Or, or it was. There were only three networks at the time, I believe. Right. Yeah. There was ABC. No, excuse me. There was NBC, CBS, and the Dumont network. Yeah. At one point, they were up on the roof talking, really? and so uh, no Jackie ABC. Gleason says, "Listen." Listen, there's hardly any traffic. You can get a cab, and you know why? Because everybody's home watching me. It's true. <laughs> they were at home watching the honeymoon. They, Ed Sullivan was another show that literally yeah, yeah. he talked about when Ed Sullivan was on, there was no traffic ever because everybody was watching Ed Sullivan every Sunday night. You know, especially when he had the Beatles on, I guess. When he had oh, the Beatles on, it was like a ghost town <laughs> everywhere in America. But look how it's changed now because of streaming instead of broadcast TV, broadcast radios hanging on uh, for a few more years probably. But that whole technology has completely changed. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah. once they developed recording. Yeah. yeah. Home recording. Home recording. How, how prophetic the song Radio Gaga Oh, Radio Gaga, prophetic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it just it talks about right. that fascinating thing. Yeah. Queen the only problem, the only problem I have with all that, what they did when they cut, uh, you know, broadcast radio and broadcast TV, uh, local newspapers, pretty pretty much out of the mix. And radio's still broadcast television local is not doing well at all anymore. Newspapers mm-hmm. should are almost out of business. Radio's still hanging on, but probably only for a few more years. But what they did when they did that, they handed broadcast, because it was digital, over to big stars. The big shows now are all, it's, what's Harry's wife's name again? I can never remember her name. Harry who? The Prince of England. What's her name? Meghan Markle. She's got the number one podcast in America now. What's her podcast? Yeah, that's what the network says. That's what the network says. That's true because those I numbers don't believe you, it. those numbers are not real. Most Americans no. do not oh, care. About no. It. no, no, no one I know Maybe gives British a crap about British people are listening to it. I don't but know. But it's Meghan Markle. It's Joe Rogan. It's Adam Carolla. Yep. All Everything is celebrities. Everything's celebrities now. Celebrities yeah, now. It Te- is. You know whether it's whether it's streaming television or it's radio. There's newspapers don't even matter anymore. But it's all celebrity driven now. For someone to come up in broadcasting now, forget it. You, it's not going to happen anymore. Local people you have to are be not, chosen. Yeah, you have to be chosen. 
which is unfortunate. Yep. It's really too bad, but I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to do? I know. What are you going to do? Moving you just keep on. evolving. Yep. Are you telling me to evolve? Are you sick of me the way I am? Yeah. God, no, because, you? you know, I mean, I'm sure Catherine has tried. <laughs> oh, I, it gets he's, mentioned oh, once in a while. He's, he's told evolved me, somewhat, well, yes. But <laughs> you haven't given up hope either that he's going to change, have you? I, I mean, that, guess not, that would be the end, yeah. as I've been told, if Jackie gave up hope on me. You know, oh, look at the time. Yeah, I can't <laughs> think enough. Look at that up the time. That meeting sooner than what we expected. You know you know that your I think your point is absolutely right. Is that you have to be a personality in some way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To uh, be in broadcast in you another. Have to be successful to be successful. So you, have to be you know, Joe Rogan, he was he was successful in t on on Fear MMA, MMA, and yeah, Fear news Radio, and all. And that then that. you look at some of the other people that are on that become successful on YouTube or TikTok or something like that. Then they can transition into that. Yeah. But. To come up in, in radio or TV, is ain't happening. It's not happening anymore. Look, I was 18 years old when I got my first radio job. That would never happen anymore. Not a chance. I mean, there are no young people coming up in radio. I think the youngest person I know in radio now is like in their mid-30s. And there used to be all these teenagers that would do, you know, 6 to 10 at night or 10 to 2 at night, overnights, whatever. Yeah. Well, it used to be the teenagers would do uh, the, like, college broadcasts. They'd start yeah. off in the, they're doing oh, yeah. the college radio. Mm-hmm. And then they would move on to a actual radio station. You just reminded me of one of my least favorite audio piece of audio of all time is when that young guy, I don't know if he was a teenager, but he was either a 19, 20, 21, and he was asked to hop on TV and do a, a sports report. And boom goes the dynamite. That's the guy. Oh, yes. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> he kept saying it over and over and over. It's like, nah. So he ended up on, like, the worst videos of all time. He was on Tosh.0. Doing that. Oh, uh, that's right. Doing what? one of those, what do you call them? What? Daisy, is mom back? Daisy's got her She's... her head cocked, looking at the her bottom body's of the like, door. She hears something. Somebody's out there. Have you heard about this Chris Rock thing? Hello, everyone. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to Here's play this weekend, and they were hoping to continue off of their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. They started off good, but then eventually but the Ball State women's, be- women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. We're going to continue on now. And the latest yeah. Cardinals will play an Iowa tournament starting this Friday. Before the Ball It goes State like this for like three minutes. Oh, does it? I can, I can find the boom goes the dynamite part, I he think. He just says boom goes the dynamite one time. Yeah, but 20, it's like, when it's someone so dunks. Yeah, and he just, he's so monotone the whole time. He and just goes, boom and goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> like, it's just so. Something like that. Let's we'll see if I can find if anyone's uh, posted the timestamp in the comments. I'm sure. I'll read this while you're looking at it because this is something I did not <clears throat> expect to see. I never thought this would happen because I've been a big Chris Rock fan my whole life. But now the uh, woke are going after Chris Rock. Now, Here's a man who got been doing slapped. That for, oh yeah, they've been after yeah. him for a while. Have they really? Yeah. Yeah, ever since oh, the yeah. slap? Oh, even before. Right? Before, yeah. What did yeah. he do? He tells off-color jokes every so often. Well, he tells the truth. Can't do that. Well, no. he just yeah, he just doesn't. He won't edit himself <clears throat> the way they want him. Well, that's because he's funny. Yep. They don't like that. So you can't be funny at all anymore. Nope. Dave Chappelle got not attacked without, on stage for being funny. Not without getting in a lot of trouble. So did Chris Rock. Yeah. And so did Chris Rock. 
Now, I have a question for all these woke folks. So are they the wrong kind of black people? Is that, uh, is that your point? It's here? anybody that won't toe the line. Yeah, that's exactly it. Anybody that pushes back against their causes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Chris Rock won't be back to host the Oscars next year, at least according to his own telling. And, yes, it appears to be linked to the slap. The 57-year-old comedian. I can't believe he's 57. <laughs> The 57-year-old comedian performed Sunday night at Phoenix, Arizona's Financial Theater, which is where he informed the crowd that he'd been asked to once more uh, take on hosting duties for next year's award show, an offer he says he refused. At first, it wasn't clear whether Rock would talk about how Will Smith had assaulted him on stage at last year's show and whether that had weighed into his decision, but the sold-out crowd seemed primed to hear me address it, hear him address it, excuse me, according to the Arizona Republic. Uh, one person yelled out, talk about so he did, telling the audience... Uh, the slap, well, it hurt. He's bigger than me, Rock noted. The state of Nevada would not sanction a fight between me and Will Smith. He's too big. <laughs> the comedian also explained why he, the hard hit has kept him from hosting duties in 2023, saying it was like asking Nicole Brown Simpson, the ex-wife of O.J. Simpson, who was brutally killed in 1994, to go back to the restaurant where she dined before her murder. <laughs> they <laughs> are going after him like a bitch about that comment. <laughs> It says, it's that joke that now has Rock in the crosshairs of controversy on social media with comment, uh, commenters accusing him of insensitivity and misogyny. I, how can you be insensitive when you're telling the truth? My question is, who the hell cares what a bunch of Twitter idiots think? I couldn't agree more. And how many of those are bots anyway, Andy? Uh, for this, probably not many. You don't think not many? Yet, no. the news reported it. Yeah, yeah. So they, they want you make, to think they that make it's it like, important. I mean, yeah. It, it's, yeah, there you go. No, you're absolutely right about that. They they, they, they had to re- report the thing, and I just, I don't know. Chris Rock spends way. Oh no, here's the here it is. Chris Box Rock spends way too much time punching down on women. Oh my God. Yeah. When did he punch down on women? I don't remember that. The punching down just means saying something, someone I don't like saying something about someone I do like. That's all. It means. That's what no. punching down is. No. I mean, yes. I think it's more like punching down is <clears throat> offending somebody that's can't defend that's themselves. Can't defend themselves. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, who, who can't defend themselves depends on who you like. That, that's that's the difference between the denotative and the connotative meaning. Yeah. That's yeah. the denotative yeah. meaning. Yeah. And and Andy's is the connotative meaning. Now which is oh, it's, it's yeah. mutated into, into just anybody I don't yeah. Like, right. You're not allowed to well, speak. And how do you have to protect yourself against a comedian? <clears throat> I mean, it's a comedian. It's just a don't comedian. Go, just yeah. don't see it's, him. Just here's, don't pay yeah, for that's right. tickets. Here's how you protect yourself against a comedian. Leave the theater. Don't watch him on TV. Don't listen to his podcast. That's how you yeah. do it. Yeah. Let it go. Yep. Move on. Right. We have Officer Dave on the phone. We don't allow cops on this show. Blue lives don't matter. <laughs> Great. What's up, officer? You're punching down on me, Bernard. It's not easy to punch down on you, I'll tell you that. You have to jump. I have to jump really high to punch down on you. What's going on, man? How you been? I've been hanging in there, you know, kind of slogging through life. Practicing his pitch. Pretty good. No. It's too good for practice. Good job. Mr. Bilski, my Polish brother, how are you? Couldn't be any better. Thank you very much. My Polish brother. Boy, did I tell you I have to leave at 11? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> the Polish brother. Doc, I love you. Catherine, Alex. Anyway, my my daughter actually did the college radio. You're talking about that. She did the college radio for four years. Ended up the program, music director, everything down there. There you go. She almost went into, 
almost went into the business. It was a pretty hard decision. Westerman, who runs a program down there, and he was like, I got a job, you're like kit for running the place. And she got a better, a little more money job, and I think she's probably glad she took it. But <laughs> How old is she? Know, so, yeah. Uh, what is she? She's 27, 28 now? Yeah, probably a little too young to have gotten into that business. Yeah, this was a few years ago. So, yeah, she was literally starting all like you guys were just talking about. That she had the, she was a music director. Westerman loved her. Says, You run in the place. Go ahead. And she just decided, I get a better, better offer up here. So. Oh, so she and moved back, go back up here. and start there. Oh, there you go. I like that. Yep, she's back up here now. All right, Palomino, what else so, is happening? Yep. Not much. I'm just counting down the days. Now, when do you <laughs> retire? I'm, I'm going to go at the end of January. Oh, you're not going December 23rd? <laughs> it's going to last a month longer than time. <laughs> a month longer. Well, time is it's one of those deals where it's a financial thing to hang on for 31 more days. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. What are we going to do well, about all yep. this, this stuff that these people, you know, attacking? Because I tell you one thing, what's happening to Chris Rock right now, you can forget endorsements. You can forget all that stuff now. He's going to lose a ton of money if they don't stop doing this to him. Probably. And I don't understand. Why Probably, can't? Probably, yeah. They have to change the the laws, and they should have never given the press the right to say whatever they want, and you can't sue them. Why they ever allowed that to happen, well, I will never understand. I, there used to be things like slander and liable you could yep. sue for all the time. Hell, Jesse did it. Yeah, he did. Against Chris Kyle. Yeah, he did, absolutely. It's like, what the heck? Yeah, I guess the, the, Why, si the city... You know, um, oh, this, you know those ride-alongs? Do you have ride-alongs in your uh, um, journalists yeah. ever in your car? Uh, no journalist wants to be that bored. <laughs> okay. Well, would, yeah. Apparently, the city. We, I, we do do ride-alongs. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, journalists do ride along in cop cars sometimes. And um, this one, I just, I just read. A, brief blurb on it. I can't remember who the guy's name is. He said he he comes from a conservative paper or something. Maybe it's a radio show. I don't know. But um, the city said he couldn't go. <laughs> yeah, the city, I, I the city want, same article. Yeah. yeah, the city wants yep. to approve who gets to do the ride-alongs as journalists. That does not sound oh, like so that's something that they should be able to do. Oh, yeah, that's weird. We've got to do something about our politicians. Joseph Gerbils is alive and well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's kind of shocking that people are putting up with this. Even if you're, you disagree with the other side, you should still want freedom of press. I have to, we need freedom for everybody. Yeah. Not to be limited by, yeah. well, we talked about this. Stop using the words Nazi and fascist Could to call you? your opponent. Yeah. And dangerous. And I'm dangerous. so sick of dangerous. Everything is dangerous. Stop. Jesus. What? And, and, and they both use it against each other. It's like nobody know. knows yep. what it's actually all about. No, you're right. 
It's about votes and it's about money. I'm it's not a fascist. Money. You're a fascist. You're a Nazi. <laughs> I am a fascist. You, should, you should really should use the term Maoist because he killed way more people than. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, he was and, yeah, uh, probably the worst of them all. He's, he's sort of overlooked as far as one of the worst people on the planet. No, who's this we're talking about? Mao. Mao. Oh, Mao. Yeah. Okay. Mao. Yeah. Chairman. Yeah, Did he kill like the 30 chairman. million people? Yeah. Oh, he. he, 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 he Burn through them, I tell you. Yep. Poor choice People of words. Poor starving. choice of words. I still, my favorite Mao story is the one just before his death when they said, no, no, he's not dying. Look how healthy he is. And he shows him this, <laughs> swimming this really bunch of rapids in the river. And you can tell he just took a picture and stuck it in the picture. <laughs> they got his head and he's like, <clears throat> it's like, come on, man. Early days of Photoshop. It was early Photoshop, there's no doubt about it. Actually, that. the earliest days of Photoshop, there's a famous uh, picture of Stalin out there, and he's surrounded by two of his advisors. And then there's another picture that they put out later. So they're sitting next, they're standing next to a river, and one of the advisors is on his left, and the other is on his right. And then later, they put out another picture. This was like, you know, in the 40s or whenever. Um, the second picture, Stalin just had one of his advisors on the right, and the river was, there was no one there on the left, even though it was the same picture. <laughs> they actually, they went through and manually scrubbed the guy out wow. and drew in the river and made it look like a picture because Ugh. he was being, uh, it was like he never existed. So he didn't you weren't allowed. Somebody? You weren't allowed wow. to say he was ever an advisor. He was never real. Oh, God. Yep. Jeez. He never existed. This picture proves it. Isn't that amazing? He was on his way to Siberia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably. probably, or yeah. If he made it. Decomposing yeah. in the ocean somewhere, yeah. God, that's so sad. <laughs> All right, knows. Officer Dave, get back to work, for Christ's sake. It's Sunday, baby. I'm off today. Oh, it's your Sunday? <laughs> it's my Sunday, yep. What do you do, Monday, Tuesday off? Is that I'm what you do? Monday. I get every Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. Oh I work every Wednesday, God. Thursday, Jeez. and then Life every other right. Saturday. All right, uh, I want you to. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to pick up the Star Tribune and look at the headlines because they're saying, you know, who they're blaming the crime on in downtown Minneapolis and the Star Tribune. The people people who are going down there to go to dinner and, and shop. It's not the criminals. It's not their fault. Well, no, of course not. It's your fault for even going down there. Yep. <laughs> How dare you? Well, sure. It's hilarious. That is really These stupid. These ass-kissing woke people, I can't stand them. Ugh. Ish. There's no reporting anymore. It's just no. comments. Just comments. Yeah. There's no reporting. Well, it's, inter oh, it's entertainment. Lines. It, yes, it is. the news is all entertainment. But it's, it's dangerous. I know it's a dangerous thing to do, but it's entertainment. People take it as news, but it's entertainment. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listener? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank 
cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they were referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike, and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Oh, we, we have Joe on the phone now. Jose? Yep. Cuervo? Joe, what's happening? Not much. How you doing? Marvelously. I'm surrounded by people I really love and admire, so what does that tell you? <laughs> and Bilski's here, too. Yeah, I was going to say. You knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pick on the Polak. Pick on the Polak. <laughs> My Polish brother. Hey, I can I say it. it. That's true. <laughs> what's going on, Joe? So I understand you're going to be throwing out a pitch today. We're throwing out the first pitch tonight. Apparently it's Tom Bernard Day at the Twins. Apparently. Are they going to televise that show? <laughs> I don't know. Do they televise the it's first pitch? on Bally's. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it will, it will be on Bally or, or D-Stream. Or I'm any sure of they'll throw it out in the background. Yeah, that's probably true. Especially when you miss. Yep. I mean. It's Herbeck. He's a big target. Well, that's true. I mean, it'll work out oh, just Oh, he's fine. the one catching it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's cool. That's great. That's so sweet. That's so nice. That's great. Oh, wonderful. A great that's a great, great. Herbeck's a great guy. Yeah. But, um, I yes, I do believe it'll be on national television today, as a matter of fact. Around what 630. What time is the game? 6.30. Well, in okay. your, your time, is that, is that 7.30, 730 your right? time, right? Yeah, it'll be 7.30 here. There you go. So, we'll be there. And uh, I tell you, one thing I got to say about your Minnesota Twins, and you know, first of all, give me a day. Um, they they understand why we got the Tom Bernard IQ 92 hats because the 1987 World Series. I look up and there's a banner that says Tom Bernard IQ 92. I completely couldn't care less about the IQ part. It's like. I never thought I'd live to see the day my name would appear at the World Series. <laughs> it was just weird. Yeah. It was very weird, you know. But um, So I call over uh, to Matt Hoy over with the Twins. I said, okay, we'll be down there tonight. I just needed uh, you to point me out in the right direction. I want to order some food. And he goes, oh, it's 100% catered. Don't worry about it. I mean, they really stepped up with this deal. The Minnesota Twins have been so great to me over the years. It's been unbelievable. No, the Vikings, not so much. But, yeah, that's a different deal. Maybe it's because of Catherine, what she did in Florida. Well, it could be, but it could be how you picked on their coach. <laughs> well, I picked on a lot of Twins coaches, too. Not over really, the years, not like Denny. Not like Denny. Well, that's true. Picking on Denny was I mean, a lot of fun. Well, sure. I tell you, one of my favorite. Did you ever hear the time I ran into uh, Denny Green downtown, Joe? No. I walked past What'd him. What did you do? I walked past him, and I just, hey, Denny, how you doing? Tom Bernard. And he gave me this look like he wanted to kill me. And I could hear him as he walked away say, God damn KQRA. KQRA. <laughs> Everybody's 
favorite station, KQRA. Yes, that's exactly right. Isn't that fun? What a life I've had. You know, Joe, we were talking about that this morning on the KQ Morning Show, that, uh, well, it can't happen anymore. An 18-year-old boy, I get my first radio job, and that's just not going to happen anymore. It's just not going to happen, which is really unfortunate because we could use uh, some youth out there with some new ideas in in radio and all that stuff, but it's just a whole different situation now. No question about it. I uh, I still don't think you're going to walk away in December. You don't think so? You think they're going to try to keep me around? I think you're going to keep you around, man. You've done this your whole life. You don't know anything else. That's true. Well, that's kind of... I thought it was a really good Capitol Records rep and a voiceover guy, you know. Uh, that's, uh, nah. Nah, he wasn't that good. <laughs> what are you doing with that right now? Well, since the Star Tribune and Pioneer Press uh, went after me and called me all kinds of names and I can't get hired anymore, yes, it's a problem. Well, there you go. See, that's the one thing about that whole woke deal. They can destroy someone by, by not bringing up... They'll bring up part of the story, but not the whole story. Right? Right. So, you know, what, whatever. But I... Um, well, I said this before. They said, is there any way... Somebody on the morning show asked me, is there any way that I'd stay? And I said, they'd pretty much have to fire everyone in the building. <laughs> so there you That's go. Okay. They would. I'm sorry. It's true. Wait. It's all these sycophant ass kissers and then a psychopath running the whole thing. So there you go. All right. What do you think really of that? Feel? Uh, get rid of this one batch of sycophant ass kissers, bring in a whole new batch. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, too. Boy, everybody just loves to kiss ass to better their position, don't they? Did they learn that from our politicians, do you think, Joe? I think they did. I think so. Like, I, oh, you're the best. Like, shut up for Christ's sake. I think they all think it's a contest that whoever dies is the most toys wins. I think they actually took that seriously. Yeah, you're probably right that about that. That we used to see, you know, whoever dies is the most money, whoever dies is the most toys. I think they're taking it seriously. I guess. Go, dummy. Settle down. I, yeah, I still don't I, understand how you wake up in the morning and go, who can I hate today? Why, why do you want to live like that is something I don't understand. Actually, I think it's the, who they wake up with. Who can I f- over today? Well, there is that. Yeah. Yes, there is that. Beep, beep. <laughs> there is that. I mean, because that's what's going on right now. It's just the whole thing. It's really hard to find happy news these days. I'll tell you that. Sure you kind of have to dig pretty hard in that whole deal. But what the hell? Okay, so what time are you getting to the game tonight, Joe? You're flying Wait, stone in. Stone up in Louisiana or Louisville. I know you're in Louisville. Ooh, Louisiana and Louisville. You got <laughs> I some, wish. You got some work to do, man. Well, you could just fly up, you know, get on that private jet of yours and get up here. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you can build cars, there. you can build airplanes, right? Yeah, yeah, see, there you go. There's your answer. But, yeah, we'll be there tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun just hanging out. And the one thing I do regret is that the grandkids can't come, but it's their bedtime, so they got to. Oh, they're not coming? No, they gotta go to bed. They go to sleep at 7.30. They oh. gotta go to bed, We have a babysitter. No. That's we have a babysitter. to videotape it so they can watch it on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Ethan's that's going. True. Ethan is going, yeah, that's right. That's true. But he doesn't really have, like, a... Like, you know, as long as you keep him happy, he can handle it pretty well. Also, Ethan will have no idea what's going on. No, he's... Oh, God, no. So he's not going to remember any of this. realize but what's happening. How far can a less than one-year-old child see? Pretty well. 
So they can see all the he'll be able to see all the way down on the field and all he that. He will have I, no idea who you are. What you oh, no, no, even if he could me, see you, he, he wouldn't even know what he's looking at. No, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. I'm sure that's absolutely. He knows true. mom yes. and dad and Daisy and food. <laughs> mom and those are the things that he looks at me like, like I'm an order. Order. Yeah, it's <laughs> food, Daisy, <laughs> mom, then dad. Oh yeah, Daisy is very mad that Ethan can crawl now, so he's just going after her every time. Oh, he sees her and then he crawls over, and Daisy's like, "Okay, I'll just leave. I'll just move." And then he starts going after the tail. It's mostly her like ears and face. Yeah. Oh, is it pretty typical? Yep, for now. I still don't understand what the hell he was laughing at the other night, last Friday, when somebody was doing something to me. Fawn, you and Fawn were doing something. I know, and, then, no and he laughed. He it was the was uh, rocket thing. Oh, was it the rocket thing? Oh, the yeah. kids were... They were yes. stomping on that little rocket. Yeah, the stomp rocket, rocket thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. Yep, he loved that. No, he did love yes. that. He thought it was very funny for some reason. Fawn well, had some sort of scarf around her ankle, and he thought that was hilarious, too. Yeah, so sometimes he'll so just like, you know, <laughs> we'll be walking down a hallway, and he'll, like, see a doorknob and laugh at it. <laughs> but then really, he looks at me like I'm an axe murderer. You really so have no idea what he's oh, looking at. His your judgment deal. is questionable. He does, yeah, exactly. Or, or, <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Or is it? Well, they say when you're, when you're a baby, you can see uh, supernatural and demons yeah. and stuff. You've seen mm. clown ghosts? You know, Maybe he thinks thing. I'm a clown ghost. <laughs> that's, a, that's another thing about life and how you look at life and all the rest of it. I Watching your son react to Alex's children and them reacting to him, what a joy that is. Those three just love one another. Yes, they do. I just, isn't that just, yeah, I just find that together. to be terrific. They just think that they're, they're all just so wonderful and he gets all excited when he sees them and they're excited, especially Fawn. All of a sudden, Fawny is like uh, Mother Mary over there. She thinks she's mom now. <laughs> oh, Fawn loves babies that can... Kind of interact. Yeah, it's yeah, like her semi-interactive. That's at this her point. favorite. She does thing, love that. Babies that can like look at you and smile, and she can entertain. Well, you got about six more years, she's and then a she's big, a teenager. So big fan. Should I show? I I've uh, always loved babies. Should I show uh, Mr. Basham and Mr. Bilski the the picture of me she drew yesterday? Absolutely, yeah. you should. There are several pictures of you. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say there were a couple of them. Oh, Which are, one? A lot of but this is the big one. The first one's the big one. So she wrote me this card. See, Bop Bop is my nickname. Better handwriting than mine. Better hand, yeah, so better handwriting. So there is that. Her teacher but said the, that she has better handwriting she, than her. That she didn't uh, steer away from was, I opened the card and I'm in prison. It's <laughs> hard to see because it's yellow. <laughs> wearing a bow in my hair. And heels. Whoa. And, and I'm wearing high heels. That shows what position you're you're Denny Hecker. <laughs> you cope, you cope in any way you can. Apparently, I'm the woman in prison, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. And she's just she got you cracking up. Oh, yes. she thought it was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. She got you confused Look, with Denny Hecker. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with the bow and the high heels. <laughs> and being in prison. Had <laughs> it all covered. Denny no Hecker. question about it. Dressed as a woman in prison? Uh, he transitioned in prison. Yes, he, he transitioned? Did. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. What? You haven't mm-hmm. seen his picture? Seriously? That's what oh, I hear. Yeah. What? That's what they're Isn't claiming. Isn't this common knowledge? What? Well, there are pictures of him out there dressed as this a woman. Like, this is years ago before it was like Yeah, this was a trendy. long time. I remember I was I heard about it and I was like, seriously? Ralph's trying to check it out over here. Wow. I don't Maybe know I've how heard, to find it. I don't it. remember. He's not a pretty girl. No, he's not. He's not <laughs> no? a pretty girl at all. <laughs> Ralph, you didn't do the surgery. Well, he's a, you know, bad person. The evil evil shines forth, I think. 
What did he end up with, like $700 million that went missing or something? Uh, well, he got $80 million out of Chrysler Financial alone, so... Was that false loans or something? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It was fraud. False leases and things like that, yeah. $80 million? $80 million just from Chrysler. Bankruptcy, Whoa. fraud, and conspiracy to commit wire fraud is what he actually went to jail for. I always find it strange how you can be guilty of a crime and conspiracy to commit that crime. It's like you committed what? it. Shouldn't that kind of like yeah. override kind the of, rest? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like is, going to prison for attempted murder and also a murder. What but is, it's adding on, Andy. I know, More but it's like, in prison. I don't know. What is Denny More Hecker's time. name now? I, that's Denise. a good question. Denise. I don't know. Denise Hecker. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Good job. Well, you know, I, I, man, that's so interesting. So where'd that money go? See, that's what, when yeah, they, where they, did that I think money it's go? all gone. No, I don't know. You there know, were several it, assets it, purchased and then sold and then paid back, and there's restitution, but you know, but there's there, there's a certain amount that never that just goes missing and it never gets clawed back. You know, and it's and it's you know, I I suspect that some of that's somewhere. I mean, you get eighty million dollars. Okay, well, you, you can't take, spend it. You all. take eight, ten percent. You set it someplace. Well, you yeah. buy things, and those things get taken back. You spend it on drugs, no, gambling, but and, or, but or, or it I, goes into an account someplace. I, I and, think you're on the right track, that there is some somewhere. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to be somewhere. Where yeah. would you hide something like that, though? I mean, because bank, the banking system is Wooden chest on the beach. pretty well, isn't it? Well, the banking system is, yeah, but, uh, you know, there's plenty of places. There's, he paid $31 million in restitution. So only a fraction of what he took. Really? Because well, it's all gone. You know, well, it's like, okay, so if he defrauded Chrysler out of $80 million and then he went and, uh, you know, invested in some other company, that money, the, you can't make that company pay Chrysler because even though they got, you know, dirty money, it's not their fault. They didn't know. So it's like, how do you punish them but for you, that? But you can claw back that. That, you that can. was the whole uh, oh, yeah. thing with um, Madoff and yeah. uh, some of those. Tom Petters. You know, Tom Petters. You know. Well, it all depends. It's There's like, several you know, are they charities gonna... with Tom Petters that gave a bunch of money back. Yeah, they, they um, can give it back, but they. Uh, it's not often that a judge is going to, like, require them to give oh, it back. Oh, no, the, no, the, they, if they, if they can prove it. Boy, yeah, if they can prove back. it, it's going back. Mm. But there's also the uh, If it's there, Andy. Yeah. If it's well, that's the it, thing. Yeah. yeah. What if the charity already spent it, and well, now well, who has that money? And the what person. What if the charity still has assets? assets they get. They have yeah. to pay it back. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. But but there's but there's, there's an African country. There may be more than one where assets go and it is quiet. Exactly. Not like yeah. Switzerland where it's still open. I mean, it's closed, private to a certain extent, but it's not as close as it was in the past. But there's an ad, there's some places it might be a little bit risky to put that money there. You may never see yeah, it again. Right. But Grand Cayman is also one of the places. Grand Cayman is. And they're completely closed. So mm -hmm. if your money goes there, never, no one knows it's there. When I was a kid, it was a Swiss bank account, but I don't think that's a thing anymore, is it? No, it is. Oh, is it? No, I thought really? they changed don't, their laws oh, so thought, that they no. could be subpoenaed or something. Well, they can be, but they have to have all the right rules and follow all the right procedures to get the information and that's very improbable uh, because well that, it's all based on a number yeah or they, they just take a big block of that cash and put it in a couple safety deposit boxes. i mean yes. it, it, there's a lot of places to put it where no one knows it's there or just launder it yeah. once it's laundered what can you do yeah i suppose i don't know or that's why you buy a piece of art that's worth 80 million dollars wink wink and then you give it to a charity and then 
Then you write it off your taxes exactly. for the rest of your life. Yep, exactly. I thought you could only write stuff off your taxes as a as a gift, just for the one year. But well, yeah, the charitable donation over? is for that 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 tax year. That's all changed. There's too many limit restrictions. You can't really get too many deductions from charitable gifts. Oh, yeah, is that why the uh, high art world is uh, petering out? That's harder to launder money through it now. Yeah. Was that the Rockefellers that started that? Somebody told me the Rockefellers are the first ones. No, they've been doing that for at least a couple centuries. I bought a painting for a million dollars, but I had it uh, appraised, and it's now worth $11 million, and I gave it to the art museum. Yep, and now I got $11 million off my tax $11 bill. $11 million off your tax bill. Yeah, but y- you can still do that with stocks and appreciation and oh, things yeah. like yeah. that, but y- you only can write off so much. Yeah, and, right. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. It all makes sense to me, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, Tom. Yes. How does one get a hold of one of those hats? Uh, Alan, who's the, who's the one that knew where the hats were? Did uh, you have neighbor the hats? made all of them. But, oh, Catherine, you have the yeah, hats, right? Yeah, I have right? the hats. We're gonna, you can mail one to you. Uh, just email me your address, and we'll mail one to you. Oh, all you right. want to show off the fact that my IQ is only 92? Is that what you <laughs> want to show? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. 
plus shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We'll take care of you, Joe. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of you on that one. Maybe that banner will re- uh, return. I hope so. Someone's oh, got to fold it up that. in an attic somewhere. Uh, you, you know, I, I guarantee it is folded up in the attic somewhere. I think it went down when they tore down the Metrodome. Yeah, probably well, did. But it wasn't it's, there. It's buried under the, the rubble. How long was it there? I don't know. I don't know if it was there for the whole World Series or not. Uh, I think it was someone made that, unrolled it. I got the photo and then rolled it back exactly, up. Exactly. Yeah. I think you're going to see that. I think we're going to see that again tonight. You think it might yep. show up? Tonight? I think it's going to be there. Ah, the triumphant return. The yeah. triumphant return of. Might be a little, a little yeah. weathered, a little yellow. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, look, Dougie's here. Hey. Why we are. Tell me to come. Beyond a full house. Because you have to pick up your... Give me the tickets. Hold on a second. Okay, you guys talk amongst yourself. I'll take care of Dougie. Hi, Doug. Give me the tickets. And <laughs> Come on, Daisy. Sugar tip the doggy. Well, hello there. Right. Hi, what was Ethan. Was that Ethan? The, the, oh, yeah. Ethan's out there that? on the rug. Dan, you've been on vacation? No, it's work. Vacation it's called golfing, work. golfing, and more golfing. Vacation for what? <laughs> he sits cabin. in front of a well, table. Cabin, cabin, fishing, right. yeah, golfing, you know, living mm-hmm. the life in well, the summer. It's work. work remotely. Minnesota. He, he works remote. Yeah. I was, this is the 21st know, century. He remotely works. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah. Wow. Oh. Ah. A special, special monitor that puts out UVB so I get tan. Skylight in my office. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh. Skylight and sun, and sun lamps in the you know, oh, place that are present with sun, sun yeah. lamps. Lovely, nice. Sunday, yeah. That's a that's that's exactly what you should do. That's a, what I was thinking. You know, I I have I have that uh, seasonal affect disorder. Sad, yeah. Um, and I think that's when you get those like you get the sunlight. You get to replace all the fluorescent lights right. with sun lamps. You know, and you're in there. You're just, you just or you could just take more vitamin D, right? Yeah, you take could. more vitamin D. Well, the question about the sun lamps. Yeah, more vacation. Yeah. Do the sun lamps put out UVB? No. no, I, I think. Well, then they're not, you're not getting vitamin D from it. I know, but then you're getting a tan. I'm yeah. looking for the tan. I'm looking for the color. You need a little melanoma. You're, you're as tan as I am. At Alex. least you're not sad. Well, maybe Almost. Not. Melanoma. <laughs> melanoma. <laughs> uh, yeah, you only get vitamin D from this uh, from UVB. There's a substance in your skin that UVB hits it, turns into vitamin D, more or less. Now, what is it? Nordic countries, even though they hardly have any sunshine at all, like for six months, they still they don't have. Seasonal affected. Because they have no melanin, so the UVB just goes right in there. Well, how about someone like you? You don't have any melanin. <laughs> I don't go outside. <laughs> he probably would had he gone outside. You know, there's, it, it, there's, there's another theory that a lot of the northern European countries, they like they like to express themselves without clothing at the beach, and there's uh. some talk that that that's related to the lack of uh, sun exposure, and that they're looking for the, their, their body craves the UV uh, the that vitamin D, so that they like to be nude. Who was that? Was it uh, Jordan Peterson who says you're supposed to sun your testicles? In your butthole. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. I don't know about that. Yeah. People are doing that in the park. Because they're like, you get... People are like, why are people standing there with their cheeks spread, pointing their butt like, at you the You get 3,000% of the amount of vitamin D you, you don't need it though you can only absorb so much I, I'm waiting for the physician to comment wait a second wait a second we have a gross it's a thing a gross inconsistency it here. is gross you're right on one hand a person is claiming that you have to lay in the park with your butt cheeks spread to get sun on your perineal region okay 
On the other hand, there's a large number of salons in L.A. that make a living by bleaching the same area. Uh, yeah. So we, so we can't have it both ways. Well, the bleach gets rid of the melanin, so then the sun, sun can gets penetrate. Bring it, bring it, bring it, bring yeah, exactly. Back. There you go. It's a, it's a synergy kind of thing. I, people are a complicated species. Yes, That's sure all are. I have to say. Well, one thing about vitamin D is that you can only absorb so much before it becomes, like, useless and then harmful. Yeah, because you can OD on vitamin D. You can. D. You have to take a whole lot to vi- OD on vitamin D, but you can. It's one of the fat-soluble vitamins. A, D, and E, right? Sorry. It's like you take too much, get, eat too many carrots, then you turn, you turn, you turn orange. Or oh, yeah. Fat, What's that orange. called? There's a... Yeah. It has a specific name. I can't remember it. Yeah. Let's see here. It goes, it's like Argeria, but not... Is, it goes everywhere except your eyes. Orange get, eyes. You, that'd be you weird. Get, no, you get that. Keratinemia, which you, makes sense. You get that when you get when you when you're jaundiced from bad liver disease. Then mm-hmm. your eyes turn orange. That's, that's the bilirubin. Oh, that's yeah. a different. That's a different. It's in your eyes. Yeah. Ethan had that. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, he had an infant jaundice. Yeah, he had to be under a Billy, Billy light. Billy, yep. you got the Billy light. Billy yeah. bed. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Glowworm. Yeah, he was a little glowworm for a while. <clears throat> yeah, there. he sure was. He was cute. What are they doing out there? I don't playing with Ethan. I think Dad got distracted by the baby. I think you might have. <laughs> it's not shiny. Doug loves <laughs> something shiny. Doug loves Flash babies. Shiny. Yeah. Oh, Doug loves babies. Whenever he saw my kids when they were babies, he just like. Huh. He loves babies. Babies are good people. Mm. Most of the time. What about that? Uh, did you hear about that anchor in Wisconsin that killed herself? No. News anchor. On the air. She, she do no, it that way? not on it's the It's happened era. on the air a couple times. I, I, I recognize her from Ugh. somewhere. Nina, Nina Pacholki is Pacholki. her name. Pacholki. Pacholki. Heard of her. Beloved news anchor found dead of apparent suicide at 27. Yeah. Wow. Apparently she was really good at her job and the happiest person in the world. Everybody loved her. She was into Fair all kinds not. of fun things. It's always yeah. the yeah. check on your strong friends thing. Oh, it just... Celebrated former college basketball player. Yeah. She was, I guess, really hmm. really had it all going on. There's this whole thing now about... Sad. Very um, sad. There's this whole thing now about how if you were a joy to have in class as a child, then you have, like, mental health issues now as an adult. What? Uh, well, I was not a joy in class, so hey. Well, see, exactly. Because you, like, push down all your feelings and you just, like... I'm just going to do my best and succeed and be what oh, people yeah. want well, me to be. That's burnout. And, yeah, that's a real yeah. thing. And, like, I'm never going to have any feelings. I'm just going to show up happy and mm-hmm. be good. Child prodigies often burn out. I've never met a child like that. And then there's, well, <laughs> yeah. Are there some children There's, there's like always that? a few in every class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's like... I've never my, seen I, one I was, in my life. When I was a nanny, the teacher of one of the girls I nannied she was like yeah she takes the rules almost too seriously and all this yeah. stuff at school and I was like her because at home she was very different but at school she was like you know so oh. afraid of getting into trouble and stuff and so, so was, did, was she going to commit suicide I never said she's going to commit suicide <laughs> I just said there's a whole thing about how if you're you know just because you're happy and successful and whatever that she, well, she no, clearly look at, was look at very Jackie much Gleason. suffering. Very, very, very successful, but, well, he was never happy. No. So yeah. He didn't have that. Well, there is that. That malady of being happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Now, now, now you're telling me that the oh, children Lord. that do well in school 
are at risk for committing suicide. No, I, it's like, no. no, I never said that. I said, like, you know, a lot of them have anxiety now and depression now as adults. I'm not saying every kid that's ever been successful in school. I'm just saying it's like a thing now that so if you people do well my school, age, if you're a joy to have in class, like you always okay, no, just. Well, being a joy and having class and doing well in school are two different things. That's well, true. I think they're tied together in this situation. Like I was all the never people, a joy to have in class. Yeah. I, did I would okay agree. In school. I was. I mean, thank you. Yeah. Thank not you. I was joy. never a joy to have. Class, I was never yeah. a joy, but I did okay in school. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't well, the worst see, kid. I wasn't the worst. Aren't the people kid. I'm talking about? Yeah. You're not the people I'm. But talking about. I never got in real trouble either. Yeah, I never mm, did either. No. Yeah, so you were. Mm, so I sure did. I don't, know, what, I don't know what's it. What's the definition <laughs> of joy to have them in class? Just like the kids that always, you know, turn in their homework on time. Do exactly what they're supposed they're supposed to. Do exactly what they're supposed to do. No, 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 That's following rule. No, no, no. Never ruffle any feathers. Having a joy to have in class is a subjective is subjective it has nothing to do with objective kind of thing so what is the subjectivity that the that the teachers look for this. to have a joy in class someone that's friendly to them someone that's happy to them gets along with the other student i just don't know what that that is i think it's overall just like kids that are always following the rules and doing yeah. what they're supposed to do i think is the general trying too what? hard to please i think yes. so I should, people pleasers so i sh so i should well no People pleasers and following the rules are two different things. Okay, Ralph. Aren't they? They, they really are two different things. This is right. something that's going around on the internet. Like you're getting to. Well, that's fake. Oh, oh it's, it's, fake. it's not real. It's not fake. You can't no, it. it's people. Don't. That, it's people that are like my like. It's millennials that were like I was a great student. I was a joy to have in class. Teachers always loved me, and now I have like severe depression. You know, Mike and Eddie, you're, you're on my side on this. High you functioning don't, anxiety. Don't, that's not. Okay. That's not change this discussion or let's not look at this with facts we don't want to inject facts into this discussion yeah. because clearly that's going to ruin everything <laughs> yeah. it ruins the, facts it ruins are going to screw it up i'm talking these are people their personal experiences so it's not like data has been researched by harvard that joy to have in class children are now going to kill themselves like that's what you're acting like well, that's I'm, not what, what i said so that's what we're trying to conclude <laughs> we're, we're trying try to understand this so so this is just something that some people some people say on the internet a lot that's, of, that's a no lot of millennials so, are saying so you're this. admitting that this has no basis in fact or reality it's just I mean, fake it's a lot news. of people's. <laughs> it's their truth, facts. Ralph. It's what it's, they have experienced. There's truth? truth to that. I don't know. Oh, they've experienced. So, they, so, so, so people that they think that they know. were a joy to have in class, but never had or their they surgery. Were always told that they were, they were a joy to have in class, class. or their their parents were always told that they were such a great student. And Tom, and, and Tom he was he, not he a was, joy he, to have no, in class. No, he was one of the students. It was a joy not to have in class. Yes. yes. Who are you talking exactly. about? <laughs> you. Nobody. What do you mean? <laughs> what did no. I do? Yeah, they, well, well, you left. You, you, made, you made choices yeah. when you were in school not to be in class. Yeah. That's, That's funny. True. There, there's and a you, and, and you, you chose to move on with self-education and self-improvement and self, not aggrandizement, but th that, you, you improved yourself. In other words, you were a joy not to have in class because if you were in class, you might, you might have been disruptive. No. Uh, speaking of school, what is going to happen to all these kids that can't read? John, he can't read I anymore. Seventy-five percent yeah, of Minneapolis literacy not can't read at all. Are reading below grade level? They're third grade. Yeah, That's but are reading a real below, challenge. But it's, there's a difference between <laughs> can't read at all That's and reading real. below grade level. And the other question is, what's going to happen fifty years from now when they try to read script? Oh God. 
it's going to look like hieroglyphic. Well, they probably won't even have it. They'll just have to delete it. No, but there's going to be there's going to be things that have been written that you're going to research that you're going to have to learn how to read because it's going to, mm, it's going to look like just, a foreign language. It'll be a Google Translate situation. Well, yes, yeah, so they're not going to have they're not going to have to do it. Yeah, they're just going to have their their bear, implant translated yeah, for them. If kids can bear seventy five percent of black children in the Minneapolis school district cannot pass a reading test. At what level? Third, By design. Third grade. At their at their third grade, grade level. Yep. Well, so they read at second grade level. Yeah. But that's or, not yeah. good. Or do that they? is not good. Well, what if, what if they they can't pass it at at at, uh, at twelfth grade? Okay. But they read it eleventh grade. I mean, okay. they're, they're, they're absorb are, the seventy-five percent yeah. statistic. Okay. Pretty bad. That's an epic failure on everybody's part. No, it's Parents. on purpose. I have a question. Keep for the you. people illiterate, and you can control them better. No, that's true. I agree with that, Andy. Well, by how the can way. the teachers be oh, okay with this? That's what I'd like to know. Because they still get paid. I could yep. read before I ever went to school. Why don't don't people spend time? You know, you have to understand well, something. I had an older brother and two older sisters. With their kids. Well, but the thing is, you. Was Toots sitting with you, teaching you how to read? I just tried to say that, but you guys talked oh, right sorry. over me. So, no, I, I, my, I had an older brother and two older sisters, and my two older sisters taught me how to read. That's I, I could read before I ever went to kindergarten. Some kids can read, yeah, super early. Yeah. Some kids just have that type of brain. Fawn didn't even know her, all of her letters going into kindergarten, and we had worked on them with her. Now she knows all of her letters and can read. Well, she's busy with fashion. She really is. She really, really her is. Focus is her focus is on fashion. No, she loves reading. She knows and she her loves, colors. <laughs> she knows she her loves reading and she loves learning and stuff fabrics. like that. But yeah. she just did not retain not letters and numbers right. when I tried to teach them to her. But that school, she did. I understand that some people have to get into the entertainment industry. You like hang because out with Kristen they, Because they can't read, so all they can do is talk. Yep. It's very sad. <clears throat> Is that true? That Chris, Who writes that stuff for Kristen? Do you know? Uh, who wrote my intro this week? Fire <laughs> them. <laughs> fire your fire for your Who's an anonymous source familiar with your thinking? <laughs> I'm an excellent reader. I started reading around two and a half, three. Yeah. That's there really go. good, yeah. I was a really early reader, yeah. I was too. Yeah, you were. Andy was it? No, was it? Kristen was because you had an older sibling that was would sit down with you and spend time reading to you. No, my mother read to us. She oh, brought us did. to okay. the library every chance she got. I'm I'm the oldest, so there was nobody. But my mom helped me up with that. But even when we were growing up and we were at the beach, if it was a rainy day, she would throw all of us into the car, including my cousins, and take us to the library. And she's like, "Get some books out." We will uh, not spend the day in front of the TV. You will be reading. <laughs> yeah, that's great. See, I think that's very, very smart. But see, I, the thing when a family member does it, because I do remember thinking I didn't want to let Vicky down, my sister. Huh. I got this feeling like, well, she wants me to learn how to read, so I don't want to let her down and learn how to read. I had a very different situation with Andy when he tried to help me with my math homework. What was that? I have always been bad at math, and he tried. Mom was like. I don't understand any of this. Andy, you help her. And he called me stupid and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's very helpful. Well, but very helpful. Well, how come you didn't but, know what I knew? <laughs> you know, yeah. she did finally catch on to her mess. She was a great teller at the bank. She oh, always balanced. Oh, here and we go. track like a pro. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, I keep telling I think you. the machine did it for her, though. 
But oh, I can I can punch in numbers to a computer mm-hmm. like nobody's business. Uh, Melissa is uh, very impressed by my speed at counting money because that's a thing you have to learn to oh, do yeah. as a teller. Oh, that's right, yeah. you were a teller too. Sh- Except for the, it has to be organized. Well, yeah, you have to when put the bills in order. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. How was that? You were at TCF up in Robbinsdale, right? Yep. How did the people nice to you? Yeah, I so liked I it. I remember, yeah. that. I remember they were very nice. I mean, I'm talking about the customers. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, mostly. Most of the customers were Remember that old lady old that ladies made, you, who, made yeah. you a Christmas stocking? Oh, that's right. Yeah. made them a Christmas stocking. They would yeah. come, some people would come into the bank every single day to check their balance because they have nothing they to do. They wanted needed someone to talk to. They still do. Aww. Yeah. Do they really? Hard, but it's also sweet. I know. Because well, they, don't, they don't do online banking. No. They have to come in and check their balance. Yeah, it's very important. How much money did you spend yesterday? The twenty-five bucks is not still in there. They just want to make sure. Can't you call on the phone and get your? Nope. You can, but then you don't get to talk to people. I can check my bank balance on the phone. Sure, you can. You can. You can, but but why would they? They (laughs) They may also have a rotary dial phone. They have a rotary dial phone. You cannot do that. Oh, oh. Yeah, I don't think any system these days supports pulse dialing anymore. Who still no. has a pulse dialing phone? People who sure haven't upgraded their phone in 40 years? My father, sure. I just bought him an old-fashioned telephone no, because right, he couldn't handle that's the not pulse cordless dial, phone. What is it's, it? It's, it's tone. It's yes. touch tone. Oh, that's yes. touch tone. Same pulse dialing, if, if you hear a sound when you press the numbers, that's touch tone. Okay. The yeah. pulse dialing one is you'd hit a button and it'd go f- 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 like that. Oh. Yeah. I used yeah. to love that sound. Like, you had to hit zero, and it goes all the way around. Yep. Yeah. Ten, that, ten pulses, yep. Was that two or three? <laughs> I think that was five. I'm, I tell, I'm telling you, the the cost of cell phones today, maybe people are going to go back to just having a regular corded phone. 500 a month. What the right? heck? Why not? $500 well, no, yours a month. Is because ours is like 40 so, I know, but yeah. it's still expensive as well, hell for a phone. Whose phone is $500 dad, a month? My Mine. dad didn't return a phone that he needed to, and now I, he thinks his bill is $500. He's still paying the lease. Oh, oh, oh. Consequences. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh no, I'm the bad guy. I we love never this. said you're a bad guy. You just didn't return a phone that you were supposed to. Return. I did too. Well, well, he, mom you didn't still follow has the it. rules. It's shocking. Five hundred dollars a month is extraordinary. It's insane. I just that's also not a phone. Every though. podcast, you're a saint for living. It's unbelievable. Everyone, you're a saint for living with. I get attacked nonstop. It's never going to end. But you didn't return a phone. <laughs> yeah, like, I... <laughs> My impression on, of Kristen Bird. Let's, let's discuss actions and consequences. Yeah. <laughs> actions and consequences. I do want to ask you one thing, because Catherine and I are two episodes in, and I think it's an episode, uh, six-episode series. We've been watching this Blackbird. Couldn't they find a creepier bitch to play the killer? Oh. <laughs> oh my Who God! Who would you have put in there? What's that? Who would you have put in there? Nobody be better. No, nobody he's, he's be better really than good. that guy. He's amazingly creepy. Who is this person? Well, and that's good though. Yeah, I, I mean, know. because it, that's that's exactly what you want. I mean, like you want someone to be able to embrace the role. I don't okay. remember seeing what's this the guy name in of the, anything else. What's the Blackbird? name of the killer? Oh, yeah, um, the name of the James, Larry, Brian. It's Big James. James. He has three names. James Keen. A uh, big Jim. Big Jim Paul Keen. Paul Walter Helter. No. Nope. Paul Walter no. Helter. Yeah, that's oh. him. Oh, yep. that's Paul yep. Walter Helter. Okay, Alex, you want to hear how he talks? Okay, he's the. That's his real name. That's his real name. Alex, you want to hear how he talks? Yes. Okay. He's he's about six two. Probably weighs about three and a quarter. Got he's mutton chops. Got mutton chops, and they showed all these women who have been murdered. 
like 25 of them or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he does this. He's this gigantic guy, and he hasn't talked yet. And, and they, he's just standing in front of all these women? That are no, he's murdered. sitting down at the copper table. The, Looking they've arrested, at photos. Oh, I was like, they've what? Arrested. <laughs> there are all these women? And dead. so they read off a list of stuff, and there's a long pause, and they show this one young woman that he just massacred, right? And he goes like this. Did I do that? Oh, gross. He talks like this the whole time. Yeah. He, oh, he my said, I have God. Dream, I have dreams about killing women, but they're just dreams. But they're just But they're just dreams. Uh, I dream about killing Oh, my God. That show is creepy. Oh, he was in Cruella. Yeah, he was in Cruella. Oh, he was, he was in, yep. he was in Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, Mom and Yeah, you remember Cobra Kai. And, and the, the worst thing about Blackbird, it's based off of an uh, autobiographical novel. It's true. Yeah, it's a true story. What? By what? It's a true story, yeah. Blackbird, it's called. It's it on is, Apple+. Yeah, Plus. it's about a serial killer. Really? I didn't know it was a true yeah. story. Yes, based. it is. Doesn't that make it creepier? Based yeah. on a novel called In With the Devil. Uh, Eek. Eek. By James Keene and Hillel Levin. We'll read the whole title to the book. In With the Devil, A Fallen Hero, A Serial Killer, and A Dangerous Bargain for Redemption. No, the other one. In With the Devil, I'm Kristen Burt. Oh, <laughs> was that the original title? Yes, but they had, uh, they had the length in it. Title. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, your mind works. Didn't return a phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's never going to let it go. Returning the phone. Here we go. picking at a scab. I can't believe this. Here we're picking at the scab. She gave me material. Yeah. You're welcome. So, oh, so the person who wrote the novel was James Keene, yeah. who in the show is, I'm he, guessing, a detective or something? Yeah, yeah. I believe oh, so. Okay, yeah. I see. So it's about a case that he investigated. Oh, and that guy. Oh, it wasn't autobiographical. Who's the investigator? Because he's, okay. he's a well-known oh, actor. It's, yeah, he is. It's um, Karen Egerton. Egerton. He played on Elton John. Yeah. Yeah. No, and there's another Beautiful guy Beautiful singing voice. Beautiful singing Greg Kinnear's in the Greg Kinnear, Ray Liotta. And Ray, yeah, this is Ray Liotta's last. Oh, oh that I makes know. me so sad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he died. He yeah, was. You know, everyone had something great to say about Ray. I think that's, you know, the legacy yeah. behind. That's what makes it even more bitter. Ray Liotta he, was 67. Yeah, he died he was while he was doing a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, didn't he have a heart attack or something? Let's or see, a heart yeah. event of some type? Died in his sleep during the filming of Dangerous Waters. Yep. What are they going to do about the film? <clears throat> That is a good question. They'll hire some other spaghetti bender, yeah. <laughs> That's probably what they'll do. Was wow. I just punching down I there? Think were, well, I think you Ray were. Well, Ray Liotta, yeah. no, probably not. I don't no, think I you can <laughs> punch down on Italians anyway. They, they get good response. And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all 
for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Now, Chris, I have to ask you a question. Because I am... I love going to the movie theater. I absolutely love going in, getting my popcorn, and going sit down in the theater. When are they going to put some decent movies in the movie theaters? <laughs> Not anytime soon. Uh, this past week, Hideous. the top earning movie only made seven million dollars. Seven million bucks no for the top wow. earning movie. That's but horrible. But I want everyone know: Saturday is National Cinema Day, and it is three dollars to go yeah, to the yep. movies anywhere yeah. across the U.S. But there's nothing to but what, see. Yeah, what are you going to watch? But yeah. I mean, if someone hasn't seen Top Gun Maverick, this is your chance to see it three for bucks, three dollars. Yeah. And listen, for some families, it's been cost prohibitive. You know, life is very expensive right now. Hopefully, that this is an opportunity for them to go and enjoy a movie over Labor yeah. Day weekend, which traditionally is a very slow weekend at the box office. Well, you won't see those prices on Christmas Day. No, you no, won't. No, no. And, and when are we going to see? We don't see three dollars around here in Los Angeles ever. So three dollars is a yeah, three dollars is a bottle well, of water in Los that, Angeles. That there's that Tuesday that thing. Bottle of water is five. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. It's oh, half a bottle of water. There's that. Yeah. Well, well, and I think like if you're someone, it's going to be. We have a heat wave coming our way this weekend. I'm like, go and spend the entire day at the movie theater. You can buy. Three movies, it'll be nine bucks the whole day. Yeah, nine bucks of air conditioning. Or, or buy three and just go from movie theater room to room. room <laughs> like they used to? You can do it. They, they're pretty slick in L.A., the way they clean theaters. and You have to find a good way to hide. I got it. That's what the bathroom's for. Kristen, did you ever go to the Skyway Theater when you lived in Minneapolis? Downtown Minneapolis? I did, yes. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories of all time, I'm at the, at the Skyway Theater, and what would happen because there was an escalator to get up to the theaters, is that homeless people would go up the escalator and then fall asleep in the theater. So they wouldn't pay to get in. They'd just sneak up the escalator and go sleep <laughs> go sleep in the theater. And I went and saw, um, oh, God, Gene Hackman and Al Pacino. What the hell was the name of that movie they did together? Scarecrow. It was called Scarecrow. And in the movie, um, Al Pacino becomes catatonic, right? So he just is not responding to anything. And Gene Ackman keeps yelling at him, Al, Al, you in there? Well, I don't remember what his name was. It wasn't Al, but, I'll, you know, he's going, Al, Al, can you hear me, Al? Are you okay? And he keeps going. And the, one of these homeless guys in the back who's had a few too many, <laughs> well, you dumb son of a bitch. Can't, the guy's dead for Christ's sake. And he's just yelling it out at the movie theater. <laughs> this, this I love a, that. I, know, I love it like, when... Someone goes rogue in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> Urban rogue. Urban rogue That's in a theater. That's what I do in any musical. I mean, he just would not stop. Because uh, I think, Al, before he goes catatonic, he's like wandering around in a, in a city water fountain and all this rain. This water's coming down on him. That, that booze hound, he was not ready to accept the fact that he wasn't dead. I thought it was fantastic. I really did. He found the story unbelievable. Indeed. So are we going to get any good new movies coming out to theaters? Because I, I literally, 7 million, that, I think that's one of the lowest numbers I've seen since about 1965, for Christ's sake. 
you know, it, it was one of, I think it's like the third lowest uh, since like 2003 in terms of opening. That's how bad it was. How's where the crawdads thing doing? Did it do anything? Did it make its money back? It didn't really um, hit at the box office. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was one of those. It was such a huge success in terms of publishing. But I feel like it didn't draw people to the theaters. Now, I wonder if, you know, on streaming, if it does better, because there are certain segments of the population that have not returned to the movie theater. Yeah. And women oh, yeah. are one of right. that, those segments. So I think men have returned to the box, uh, box office more frequently than women have. So I think that that's kind of curious. But, you know, Kristen, just what you were talking about is one of the thrill, because I grew up in a very urban neighborhood. So when you went to the movies, there was commentary. I guarantee you that. And every movie, and the first one I can ever remember, I just loved it so much. I went to see The Mummy. I think it was Boris Karloff or one of them. I, don't, I think that's who it was. But in any case, this guy, this mummy is coming after this guy, and the mummy catches him and starts killing him, right? And there's a young, dazzling urbanite in the back of the theater, and when the mummy catches the guy, he literally yells out, Ah, oh, you can't outrun a mummy! <laughs> <laughs> See, now that added so much to the movies. Uh, another time, I go to a movie. Don't remember what movie does not important, but I had just gotten done playing basketball, so I had my warm-up jacket on, which had my name on the back of it. Huge mistake, because the entire movie I heard, Bernard. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah, but that was one of your friends behind you. No, it was not. It was somebody torturing me is what it was. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, Krista, we got to do something about these movies. I love going to the movie theater, but these movies are not worth going to see. I really think that at this stage of the game, where we are um, after the pandemic and the way Hollywood right now is structured, I think that you'll go to the movies for event movies. I, yeah. That's where I really think most people are at. It's not about going every single weekend. My brother was someone who used to go every single weekend. He just loved. Oh the yeah, I, mean, I used he, to. And he doesn't go as frequently as he used to. And I, his habits have changed because of the pandemic. And I think now he goes for like those big popcorn movies that you go, whether you go for a Marvel film or whether you go for a Top Gun, um, that's, or, you know, or maybe you, a big musical returns to the screen. You go for that. You go for the experience. You go for the sound. You go for the audience, whatever it is. But, you know, why would you go for a small comedy when you can watch it at home for a lot less money? Yeah, we went, um, Alex, we went to two movies, I think that was at special, Tuesdays, Tuesdays yeah. you get tickets for like, I don't even know, six bucks, and it's ridiculously cheap. Like 450 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. and um, they're packed. We, yeah. went, we went and saw Where the Crawdads Sing on a Good. Tuesday, and the movie theater was packed. But of course, at four bucks a ticket, what, how are they making any money? Yeah. They're making money off of you buying popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, we I mean, did, and that's and, but that's did. great though. If they can pack a theater on a Tuesday, which traditionally is a very low going movie theater day in terms of attendance, and they can get people, they can fill up a theater, and even if only let's say twenty five percent buy snacks, that still is a win for them in terms of how much money because it is just cents on the dollar of like how much it costs for them to pop that popcorn versus right. how much they're charging mm. you for it. Yeah. No question. I mean, the last movie we saw in the theater was the Nicolas Cage movie. What was it again? The Unwelcome the something Being of Something. Being Unbearable of... Weight of Massive Talent, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I thought that movie was terrific. I really liked that movie a lot. 
Yeah, and that was a good one to see in, uh, on a big screen because yeah. the scenery was fantastic. Yeah, where yeah, were and they? I think, what people, are Italy, doing. I think, I think. people are picking and choosing more what they're going to see in the theater. And for some, maybe they're still hesitant in the pandemic and being in a bunch, around a bunch of people. For other people, it's the cost because of inflation right now. Um, and others are probably just saying, you know what, I just spent the last two years watching everything on Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max. I'll go see Top Gun because it's a big movie, but I don't need to see everything else. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, yeah. I don't need to go to a theater unless I think I need to see gorgeous cinematography or that big sound that you need. Or I want to be in a theater because I know that this is a hilarious movie and everyone laughing is going to be make it even more you know, hilarious. You know where it all started with me and not liking movies that were coming out? What was it called again when the woman fell in love with the lizard man in the ocean or whatever? What was the name of that thing? Uh, Something of water. Shape of water. Shape Shape of water. Okay. So I'm watching this movie, and they discover that. Did you ever see this, Mike? Uh, No, I didn't waste my time. I'm not going to go see Lizard Man because his anatomy wasn't right. So, no, it wasn't. His anatomy was not right. You're absolutely right. But it's a guy who's a combination of a human, a fish, a lizard, all kinds of stuff, right? It's a fish man. It's a fish man? Yeah. I I saw it because I was like, I want to know what the hype is about. Academy Award. But here's what I loved about it. No, thanks. Okay, we've discovered this fish man. We're going to keep him in a secret cell in the basement of our... Uh, government, yeah. Government, yeah. Government, yeah. government right. So we're going to keep the fish man down there, so nobody knows about him. But don't forget the, don't forget to give the janitor woman a key. <laughs> what? <laughs> but she's deaf. I, she I don't care. She, she can't see tell them. anybody anything because she can't write. She can't write. She has to be, you know, she has to be like Tommy. Let's give the janitor a key. It's like what? She's not even deaf. She is mute because of damage to her neck. Oh, she's mute. Can she write? Does she have pain? I don't know. Can she write? No. She has to be like Tommy. Can she do a fish thing? Lift up your eye. That's what Tommy writes. She falls in love with him. Fishman, you know, Fishman. in the basement. Oh, that makes no sense. And again, the other movie was uh, what's the one about uh, the creatures that eat the kids because you make too much noise? What is it? Again? Oh, I knew you were going to bring this up. I hate a quiet that place. A quiet oh place. God. Quiet place. So they they leave their house. They're in danger for a little while until they get to the waterfall because the waterfall is so loud that these creatures can't hear them. Why don't you live by the waterfall? <laughs> if they can't because hear you, live next to the waterfall. Where's the conflict problem. for a movie? Yeah, yeah, to be God, think it through. Think it through, Tommy. I like the idea of a two-hour-long two, lo- a two long movie where there's these monsters that kill anyone who they hear, but everyone lives by the waterfall, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Here's this short film. Don't worry about the monsters. They can't hear us. <laughs> I will tell you, I went to go see A Quiet Place with Brittany. Brittany. Thank you. I love Brittany. Oh, no. Any place she's in isn't a quiet place. We are not quiet. Oh, shot. Did you hear that shot? I can't tell you how stressful it was, though, because you're in a movie theater with all these people, and you have you want to, like, open up your candy, oh, yeah. but it's silent. <clears throat> yeah. And so you you have to open to, up like, your candy wait, at the waterfall. I, yeah, it was, it was stressful. <laughs> no. Kristen, just for your benefit, because everybody else in the room knows, I'm going to do my impression of Brittany Hagen was her former name. What's her new name now? Hold on, let Arneson. me turn down your mic. No, yeah, I got it. Arneson. Okay. Uh, Brittany Arneson, Arneson is her name now. This is Brittany whispering. You ready? How you doing, Kristen? <laughs> <laughs> that is her, and I'm not making project. that up. 
She can project, baby. She projects. I get it. I come from a loud family, so. We love her, though. She's a wonderful person. Yeah. A great friend of the family. I predict once people start looking at flights for winter vacations that the movie theaters are going to fill up real fast. Oh, my gosh. Why? What's going on? I looked at going down to Florida with Mom and the kids for MEA weekend. It is for one person on to fly Sun Country, which is a on discount Sun airline. Country to fly coach. It is seven hundred and forty-four dollars. Oh Delta Delta to Fort Lauderdale is $1,118 for (laughs) one person to fly coach. coach. For coach. Yes. But people have planned ahead through the pandemic. You get to buy them like two years in advance at this point. They they planned ahead to buy these tickets. So that's that's what's going on. I mean, we we just purchased tickets to go to Las Vegas over Thanksgiving. And not but the next weekend later, we're going to fly to Paris. And the Paris tickets were only five hundred dollars more than the tickets to Vegas. Yeah. 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 Wow. There you yeah. have it, ladies and gentlemen. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, the good what news is bigger airport. Sometimes that helps. Kristen, I tried Fort Lauderdale was even more expensive. Did you try Miami? Miami. I'm Miami, Miami for a four-day weekend. That's a long drive. Yeah. Why don't you guys get That's, together Miami's up in Orlando? Only half an hour more than Fort Lauderdale. No, but Miami also is a terrible. Why don't you go to Orlando, go to Disney World one day, and then drive down to It's a four-day weekend. Beach. Why, don't you, why, don't you take, why don't you take the next weekend? Don't go down go to MBA. My children are in Minnesota. school. Yeah. They, 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 their experiences outside school are going to be far better yeah, into the future well, in their educational experiences than being in school. School is overrated for two or three days. You got that Way right. overrated. You got that I'm also, I'm, da- I'm also a dance mom now. Fawn can't miss dance a mom. certain amount of dance, dance classes. Dance mom. Why is that? Because she she's got a contract. She's got a contract with her dance. Well, they're going to go after her for thing. breach of contract. No, they'll kick her off the team. Oh, okay. That yeah. would be so sad. Yeah, yeah. that would be really sad. Be <laughs> I've been kicked off of teams. Where were you crying when I was kicked <laughs> off? <laughs> Where was everybody? Had you not deserved it? Has anybody way. ever felt sorry for you? No. Yeah. Never. You won't no. even return a cell phone, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You and Kristen Berg will never let it go. It You're never letting it go, are you? Is your phone $500 because that is your cell phone bill or because you didn't return a phone? <laughs> Kristen, you're breaking <laughs> up. I can't hear you. What? What'd you say? I couldn't hear you. We're going through a tunnel. Everyone's talking all at once. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But, you know, whatever. All right, so we need, well, at least before you go, we have to get one recommendation from you. A TV show, movie, well, whatever. some good things are coming back. And I think that that, first of all, I hopefully you've caught up. But Cobra Kai is coming back September 9th. Oh, are you all caught up? That's who No, We still haven't watched season four. All right, well, catch up because right around the corner, Cobra Kai is coming back. The final season of The Handmaid's Tale, which may seem a little too real now. No, thank you. <laughs> but that's coming back September 14th on Hulu for people who watch that. I'm, and this will be, this is the series finale for it. So Yeah, I thought we'll last year was pretty lame, personally. I couldn't. I don't know it. how they're going to wrap it up, honestly, because they, they constantly are going between, they're constantly going between, you know, Canada and the U.S. And now it just seems like everything's, everything's uh a little too realistic from what they originally set out to do. But, and if you're someone who is following linear TV, meaning ABC, CBS, NBC, September 21st is a really big day. Abbott Elementary, Big Sky, Chicago Fire comes back, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, the Connors. So there's a lot of good things um, coming up ahead. See, now, now we're talking some programming there. Yep. 
on orders are back the 22nd. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of stuff coming down in the next three weeks or so. Magnificent. And we'll talk to you in two weeks, right? Yep. Oh, are we off next week? Yes, yes. we are. We're, Catherine and I are headed out. You're, 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 Consider Catherine this the memo. Your, your home state. You're going to Massachusetts. Yep. Enjoy. Where are you going to Mass? Boston. <gasps> Boston. Are you going to go to the USS Constitution and do the Freedom Trail? We're going to do the Freedom Trail, exactly. Lemoncello on the Freedom Trail. Great Italian restaurant. Lemoncello on the Freedom Trail. Mike's for a cannoli. What? Oh, yeah. That's supposed to be a thing you have to do, right? Where do you get the cannoli? It's a whole thing. Mike's. Mike's? Mike's. Mike's. Right down Jersey there? Mike's. And no. No. <laughs> no, not Jersey Mike's. You go to Mike's Pastries, and uh, that's in the North End. And they, and they have pistachios on them, or chocolate chips, or green green dyed walnuts. So they delicious. Do. Which, I am not a big cannoli lover. They're okay. I don't like cannolis either. Oh, you can get a chocolate eclair there that is pretty, is to die for. Aren't they basically that, like grapes? Suzette? Cannolis? No, no, they're not. Cannolis have that hard, greasy shell that they get filled with ricotta cheese. It's got some spices in it. Maybe a little chocolate chip inside there. I feel like I haven't had a good cannoli. I feel like I haven't had a good one either. What am I thinking of? There's an Italian thing that's a lot like crepe Suzette. Thinking of blintzes? Probably not. It's not Italian. It doesn't sound very Italian. I know. You're thinking Yeah. That's not Italian either. I'm gonna close with this. They're like uh, egg rolls, but with cream in them. Cannolis. I'm gonna go yeah, into. I'm gonna go to the north end of Boston. I'm gonna say, I'm Kristen Burt's husband, and I hate Italian people. <laughs> what do you do think? That. They won't even know who he is. He's from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Like, Whatever, guy. <laughs> All right, Kristen. Two weeks. We'll talk to you then, young lady. All right. Have a great vacation. Thank you, my dear. Talk to you soon, Mr. Bilski. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy, for having me in. We got Pat Eberts in here staring at his phone. What are you on the stock market? Finding a picture of you guys. There's a picture? Yeah. Oh, dear. Ralphie. Oh. Good luck tonight. Amazon just dropped 3,000 plus early Labor Day fashion deals. Uh oh. Oh, I better get after it, huh, Mike? Yeah. Good luck to you, Tommy. (laughs) Good luck to Tommy. All right. We will talk to you tomorrow. Um, tomorrow's Wednesday, so the family's Tomorrow still coming is in, Wednesday, right? Yes. Yep. So that'll be good. All day long. And Dougie Sprinthal will be in for Thursday. That'll be good too. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Bye.